I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, my partner at home, Lori, she's a smoker, right? I never a- actually look at the cigarette packages. And they're in the usual place, in the little den off the kitchen, that kind of thing. But yesterday, for some reason, I happened to stare at the package. And I saw the pictures on the package. I, I just, I don't know why I never noticed them earlier. They're horrifying. Talking about all the different things that could happen to you. That kind of stuff. Talk to the 17-year-old at home about smoking. He says, I don't want to go down that road. I'm not interested in that. I said, does that, do those pictures affect you? Yeah, it affects him, but it's more what we say about smoking at the house, including the smoker, about how it's bad for you, that kind of stuff. But anyway, they are planning on actually producing more pictures, that kind of stuff. But uh, it was the home story that kind of got me started on this. So we figured we better track somebody down to talk about it. So joining us on the show today is Rob Cunningham. He is a senior policy analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. And uh, so we figured we better dig in on, well, all this, right? Hey, Rob, thanks for joining us on the show today. Well, you just heard my story. Do you hear this story from others? Well, there's many individuals that have their own experiences. And, you know, having... Uh, these packs um, are seen not only by smokers, but people around the smokers, which could be family members, it could be co-workers, it could be friends. And, you know, especially within the home, you know, it's a real opportunity that prompts discussion between spouses or between kids and their parents, because very often kids do, you know, encourage their parents to quit. I got to ask, is this campaign working? And we've been doing it here in Canada since when, 2001? That's right. Since 2001, and it has been working. There are a very large number of studies, not only in Canada, but many countries worldwide, that demonstrate the effectiveness of this. A picture says a thousand words. And when you have that very visible um, image of the health effects, it really brings it home. Uh, It can't be ignored. It increases the noticeability, the memorability, um, and it's in a way that text alone simply can't get. And importantly, for many people who may be illiterate or who, you know, new Canadians, immigrants who do not speak English or French yet, uh, they can't read text alone. So, and one thing that's interesting, a couple of things, is that we now, Canada was the first country to do these graphic pictures back in 2001. There's now more than 130 countries that have done it. So these governments, one after another, has been looking at the evidence and has been moving forward to do it because they work. And also over you know such a long period of time, the tobacco industry fiercely opposed this. Um, and obviously, from their perspective, they're concerned about protect, protecting their sales uh, and their profits from going down. From our perspective, we want cigarette sales to go down. They even went to the Supreme Court of Canada um, and lost. Uh, so the Supreme Court of Canada upheld these larger picture warnings. So if Canada was a leader here, do we do we get contacted and other countries say, so how did this work for you and how can we apply it to our particular country? Is there feedback like that? There is. And other countries will license some of the warnings that Canada has developed. So you see some of the Canadian warnings on PACs in other countries. And there is sharing. I mean, some of the, you know, the warnings in Canada for this newest round, um, you know, are, have been borrowed from other countries. So countries do cooperate. And that's good. And so what, what, what's new is that there are a series of 14 new uh, picture warnings appearing on cigarette packages, uh, starting to be appearing on store shelves. The deadline for manufacturers is January 31st. The deadline for retailers is April 30th. So it's still going to be a while. 
um, you know, before all of the warnings are changed. I do want to make one note that um, one of the warnings from the previous round, Barb Tarbox from Edmonton. Yes. And depicting her story. You know, uh, dying so young from lung cancer and her in a bed. Yeah. Um, that, it was so good that it's being kept on this new round. The, the, gra- the, the, you know, so the graphics around a little different, but that picture is still there. So I just wanted to, to note that while there's 14 that are new, one of them has got the same photo from before of Bob Carbox. And obviously with the Edmonton connection. Yeah, I totally get that. Hey, the, the other thing too, since this started in 2001, because times change and people's shock factor or values or whatever change how much have the pictures changed since 2001 to where we're going now with this new release coming out you know what i'm saying well, yeah this set is the most graphic of all of the this is the third set 2001 2012 and now 2024 it's the most graphic in terms of the health effects and now some of the messages are the for the first time such as tongue cancer and neck cancer um, and gangrene um, and, and stomach cancer. Those are, we haven't had those health warnings before. So it, it, the messages can get stale. And you know the older warnings, which have been on there for 12 years, are clearly stale. They need to be refreshed. Um, you, know, an, you know, a company um, that advertises its products doesn't keep its advertising unchanged for 12 years. They, you know, they keep having new ads. Right. And um, so I, it, it, it's going to work. And, you know, it, uh, you know, it's not, obviously not all, not everyone's going to quit. You know, it's not going to result, uh, you know, but, you know, every 1% that we can achieve has a huge public health benefit. Now, because I'm not a smoker, you know, and, and by the way, I'm also recovering from stomach cancer, but it's not related to obviously smoking, but I was kind of surprised to see some of the things. I naturally just thought of lung cancer as being, you know, lung and maybe esophagus cancer, that type of thing. But I'm starting to recognize by these pictures and all the messaging you're doing that it is way more than just two or three cancers. There's a lot of them. You're right. 16 cancers altogether, lung cancer and, and 15 others. Um, and many people are not aware of that. Um, and, and many people are not aware of the severity, you know, the, that smoking can cause diabetes um, or that smoking can cause gangrene. And so this type of information, um, you know, is especially important for a person who has diabetes. And we have a large number of people in Canada who do. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, you know uh, this, is, this is a type of an approach that we have strongly supported over many years. Um, and that you know, Health Canada, Canada has been a leader in this uh, area. It's going to be in the spring that the next step will be implemented with a warning on every individual cigarette. And that'll be a world first. No country has done that before. And so Canada will, will set the world precedent for that. Can I ask, how, how are you doing that? How is that going to work? So it's going to be, um, the, it's going to be over where the filter paper is now, over the top of the filter. Okay. And, and right now the company's well, in, in you know, in country after country, the companies have printed the brand name and the logo, um, and so it's very feasible uh, to print. And many uh, of the filter paper, overwrap paper, has sort of a fake cork image, and so they're already printing that sort of cork color, gotcha. you know, on that filter overwrap. So in terms of feasibility, it's going to have an English uh, bilingual warning, English and French. It'll be text only. Um, and, you know, poison in every puff or, you know, cancer, impotence, two sets of six different messages. Now, we talked about how effective it's been thus far. How much further can you go with this? Do you have to be more shocking to make a bigger impact? 
Well, I think we just need to keep refreshing the images. Okay. So this, uh, these warnings are going to be there uh, for 24 months, and there's going to be a new set in 2026, a new set of uh, 14 messages. And also to mention that there's inside the package, there's another series of 13 health messages in color with pictures, more cessation-focused in terms of the benefits of quitting. Uh, so there's additional messages there. Every package has a toll-free number that people can call um, to get advice uh, on quitting. Uh, it's a Canada-wide number, and it's you know specialists that provide that advice. Right. So I, th- I mean, I think this is going to be a permanent um, aspect of tobacco control in Canada. So the one thing that's interesting is that the age is a little different in other provinces, but this sounds like this is being rolled out equally amongst all the provinces and territories. Is that accurate, or am I off base there? No, you're correct. It's a national regulation okay. under federal tobacco legislation, so these implementation dates um, apply equally you know, to every province and territory. It's up to the manufacturers and retailers to comply, um, and, they, and they're already you know, increasingly appearing on store shelves. So how much shocking, because the pictures I saw a couple days ago are probably old photos, and I thought to myself, wow, I, I can't believe that you would put that on a, you know, on a carton of cigarettes. And then I realized, hey, it's working. It's working for me, yes. but I wonder how much higher up can you take the shock value? Well, you know, it's also important for kids. Yeah. Um, because, you know, cigarettes can be like a badge product. You know, how you want other people to see you, just like your hairstyle or a, a baseball hat or clothes. And it's not really impressive, you know, to have, you know, a, a pack like this, you know, compared to the old packs that might have had nice brand colors and, and so on. Um, and, you know, it, it makes people think about the health effects. And sometimes people have a life-changing event when they will look at those warnings more closely. Right. You know, a friend or a family member has a heart attack or um, you become expecting or, you know, or your spouse is becoming uh, expecting, or um, you become a grandparent, um, and so on. Um, or, you know, um, somebody, you know, gets, you know, diagnosed with cancer. So there's um, a whole bunch of ways. Now, the warnings on the pack are not the only thing we should do. They're a really effective measure, really cost-effective, because the tobacco companies do the printing. Um, the Health Canada determines the message. But we can do more. And we, we have an objective of under 5% uh, by the year 2035. And so we can have a minimum age of 21 instead of right now in Alberta, it's 18 for tobacco and e-cigarettes. Right. We, we can get tobacco out of convenience stores. You know, we don't sell cannabis in convenience stores or gas stations. You know, have better controls uh, that way. Um, you know, we, we have flavored e-cigarettes, you know, the, the increase in youth vaping yep. is a concern. And, and Health Minister Mark Holland can, can ban flavors in e-cigarettes. And that's something, there's a draft regulation that's been out there for more than two and a half years. There's a lot we can do. Hey, Rob, before we go, what are the numbers looking like? Let's uh, let's do a comparable over the last five years. Are the numbers noticeably dropping? They're, they're dropping a little bit in the last few years. 1965, uh, 65% of Canadians uh, smoked, including 61% of men. Uh, the most recent data is for 2022. And it's 11.6% of Canadians. Okay. So great progress, but we still have a lot of work that remains to be done. We still have 46,000 Canadians who die each year uh, from smoking. It causes 30% uh, of all cancer deaths. It's the leading preventable cause of all disease and death in Canada. 
So, uh, you know, it's great that, uh, you know, we're taking this step, but, uh, you know, a lot for the Alberta and federal governments to do. Well, Rob, listen, thanks for coming on with me today because, like I said, it was a bit a bit of an eye-opener for me because, like I said, not a smoker, but I saw it sitting right there on the counter, and I went, we got to talk to somebody, so we thought of you, and uh, I want to thank you for coming on today. Well, it's been great to be with you. Thank you very much. So there you go, Rob Cunningham, Senior Policy Analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. So obviously coming to a cigarette package near you.